independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Thank the Lord Jesus and all of his friends. Two weeks away from today, we will be getting ready to start the lawsuit season. So this is the way it works here in America. We have uh, uh, 24-7, 365, not cable news, but but uh, people campaigning for something somewhere all the time, right? And then when that's over, we go straight into lawsuit season, which is kind of the appetizer to the next campaign, which will start, I believe, January 1st or 2nd, which will be the presidential campaign because it takes a long time. It's a big run-up. It's not like Europe, right? Where Europe, it's like, hey, we're going to have uh, we're have elections next week. But like, all right, that's fine. We're upset with this group. We should have elections next week. No, 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 no. It's like, hey, two years from now, we're going to do something on a Tuesday in November, but kind of the preceding month as well, if you want to mail stuff in. Uh, we're going to have an election. So uh, raise as much money as possible. That should be who wins. Whoever raises the most money should be the winner. I go back to that stat. Carter Reagan, $190 million is adjusted for inflation in what they spent on the election. Adjusted for inflation. That's what they spent on the election. Carter Reagan. So I think it was $60 million total. $14.4 billion, I think, is what they spent on the last presidential election. So... Soak it up. Two weeks away, then we can start the uh, the lawsuits, the screaming, the yelling. Who will win? Depends on who you ask. But there's no doubt that the polls are starting to tip to the right. Generic polls. Let's just look across the board. All right. Uh, TIPP Insight. Republicans plus one. YouGov. It's a pick em. Yahoo YouGov News. Republicans plus two. This is generic ballot. Meh. Monmouth. Republicans plus four. Oh, my goodness me. Trafalgar Group has a, uh, uh, at one time, it was a uh, Republicans plus six. Now it's Democrats plus one. Sienna New York Times plus four. Average plus one Republicans. And I think it's going to get uh, stronger and stronger as Republicans as they move forward over the next coming 13 plus days and people are asking real questions about the thing that we always ask at this time of year when is is your life better congressman jim jordan joins us early jim good morning to you coming up uh two weeks from today people have a choice do you like the way things are going it's like that old ronald reagan saying uh, are you better off today than you were in this case two years ago i always say this this election is about four issues plus freedom we went from a secure border to no border we went from safe streets to record crime we went from two dollar gas to five dollar gas and we went from stable prices to record inflation yeah now can i blame record inflation solely on uh, Biden? No, no, no. Well, can I land a lot of that record inflation on that side of his of, of his aisle? Yes. Is it solely his issue that gas prices have gone up? No. But is there a huge factor in the way that he is governed and the Democrats want to do as they push towards green and they continue to demonize the energy sector? Absolutely. Can I blame Biden 100% on what's going on in the border right now? Oh, you bet you can't. Yes, I can. 
100% this is his issue. Now, the preceding years of do-nothing Congress, I can't blame that on him. Although I will say this, and I want you guys to soak this up for a second. I could put a little bit of blame on him, more so than Trump. Right? Trump wasn't a politician pre-2016, and he's not a politician now. He wanted to deal with the border. It never happened. But I will tell you this. I'm 51 years old. Joe Biden was a senator when I was born. So, yes, he played a part in the immigration. And when it comes to crime, well, Democrats, you got issues. You got serious issues when it comes to that. It's one of the big things that are going on out there is the crime, the crime, the crime. What about the crime? That's the thing that it's so funny when you hear people talk about what's going on in in their neck of the woods, if you will, especially in big Senate races and big blue normal strongholds. What are they worried about across the country? Crime. Crime is up. Crime is up. Crime is up. Why is that? Because. You've allowed it to run free. You've allowed it to just do whatever the hell you want in the guise of it's just being kind. We're just being kind, right? People shouldn't go to jail for stealing some shampoo. They stole $900 in shampoo. I don't know what kind of hair you think they have, but that isn't it. Now we'll just turn them loose. It's gotten to the point now where it's like, well, you know, crime is up. Uh, it's more it, crime is larger in Oklahoma per capita than it is in New York or, you know, some of these other places. Yeah. You know why? Because nobody reports crime in those other places because you've deemed things not criminal. Oh, oh, it's gotten so bad that the mayor of Portland. Mr. Wheeler. Has finally wheeled on out and he, last week and he said, well, Yeah. Wow, this this sucks. Rising cases of untreated mental illness and the flood of cheap and potent drugs is increasing injuries and deaths amongst Portlanders and Oregonians who are experiencing outdoor homelessness. For example, the overdose rates for people experiencing homelessness can be 30 times greater than the general population. 30 times. Total drug overdoses increased 94% between 2019 and 21. Wow. Who would have thunk? Yeah, because you've allowed crime to run rampant. Homelessness grows. You've allowed crime to grow because you've turned your back in many of these cities trying to be woke and great. People are paying attention. Crime is up higher in certain places, and let me tell you something, as they all run around screaming, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's nothing to worry about here. Get nothing to see here, kids. Right? There's, no, there's nothing to worry about here. Let's go back a week, shall we? This is uh, Mayor Adams of New York. He was going to fight uh, uh, the evil and bad craziness of rats. Oh, yeah. You guys remember that? Remember the whole rat thing that he was all into? Because rats were everywhere, and he don't like rats. No, 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 no. He don't like rats. But then people ask him about, hey, what about real crime? Especially like on the train. Dealing with actual crimes, those eight uh, homicides, and we're dealing with the perception of fear that people are feeling. And I must deal with that perception and the actual crime. So perception of fear. Hey, guys, it's a perception of fear. It's a perception. 
You guys are just, you're perceiving that there's crime out there. We can't get away from the fact we have 3.5 million people using our subway system. We, we have to be honest about that. And those average of six crimes a day is not giving the impression that our system is out of control. We're dealing with the perception of fear. Oh, you're dealing with the perception of fear. Oh, is that what it is? It's the perception, guys. Hey, guys, stop being stupid. This is just a perception that there is that there's fear. You guys have screamed for two and a half years on the left that you want to defund police, even though you said when there was that, ah, we didn't really mean that. And they've got more money than, yeah. You can't find anybody who wants to be a cop anymore in some places. It's not about the perception of fear. And here's the other thing. While you're screaming all of these things, last Friday was at, uh, Joe Scarborough of Morning Joe sat down. He was talking to uh, voters, black voters in Philadelphia about what's your big issue. Is it choice? Is it climate change? Like, it's crime. It's crime. It's crime. What's your big issue? It's crime. It's not abortion. It's not climate change. It's not even the economy right now because we live in an area that's full of crime. Yeah, that's why I feel like defunding the police was one of those things that mostly white liberals were supporting. Absolutely. Because they don't have to live in the places where there's crime. They don't. There you go. They don't have to live in those places where there's crime. It's Mike Yard there talking, uh, you know, uh, about uh, here's a guy who is he understands what crime's all about. You don't have to live where it is. You don't you don't care. Mostly white liberals, because it seemed like something. Well, this is something that black people would like. We'll get rid of the police. Won't you like that? They're like, no. So immigration crime. It's a winner for Republicans. Inflation and where things are going energy-wise, that's a winner for Republicans, right? And the economy's a winner. You should have this, but yet it's still close in a lot of areas. While it's moving towards the right side of the aisle, if you will, the reality is there's still lots of work to be done, and in over two weeks, both sides can both grab victory and lose it like that. I think I think I think for a lot of people out there it's going to be like one of those football games where whoever wins the coin toss wins the game. Go back was it last year that great game between Buffalo and Kansas City. Neither team could stop each other. So when it got to the when it got to overtime it was and remember in overtime now it's a, it's a touchdown wins the game not just a field goal. So everybody has a chance to possess the ball at least once unless the team scores a touchdown then it's over. At that point in time, whoever won that coin toss was going to win the game. And the coin went in the direction of Kansas City, you know, and that's the way the game went. Feels that way now. Whoever gets that last dig in over the next couple weeks is going to win the game. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff to get to. Russia doing what Russia does by hinting at something Ukraine does because they want to do it. Yeah, that's it's one of those things that they're doing out there. Plus, Kanye, uh, man, he is all over the place. Was on yesterday with Lex Friedman. If you don't know who he is, picture what Dracula would look like. But if he was also a spy from the '60s with a skinny tie, and oh, also happens to be maybe the smartest person on the planet. He's got a podcast, and man, some of the stuff they said was really all over the place. Uh, very interesting indeed. As Adidas finally did something today that a lot of people are going, why haven't they? 
talk about that. A lot of other cool things to get to. And uh, wait do you see who Biden was hanging out with at the White House. You don't need to worry about crime. You don't need to worry about inflation. You don't need to worry about immigration. You don't need to worry any of those things. There's something else you need to worry about, and he's very concerned about it. We'll talk about that as well. Raycon, best ear buds around. Love my Raycons. Worm every single day. I am, uh, so I do a lot of editing. Uh, I do a lot of relaxing and listening to podcasts. Uh, sometimes it's just nice to have them on so I can quiet out the world when I want to relax for a little bit. These are the best earbuds around. Priced amazingly, well under 100 bucks, so about half the price of other premium auto brands. Stylish, cool, tons of colors to choose from. The fit is incredible. You have three different sound modes with these everyday earbuds, including isolation mode, which you're going to like, awareness mode, and just your regular mode. And you can get them and save an extra 15% by going to buyraycon.com. Dot com slash Chad. They make great Christmas gifts. They make great everything gifts. And by the way, they make great gifts for you just because. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. I see it as more of a pretext for something, uh, some escalatory step on the Russian side if, if, if something were to happen. I don't see uh, any reason that Ukraine would want to use a, a dirty bomb in this war. Yeah. Yeah. You think? So this is, this is so the playbook of Russia is they're like, hey, we've got information that says that they're going to do something bad like use a dirty bomb. Uh, and wow, that is a. Uh, that's that's a, you guys watch that, which is their way of saying we're going to use it and then we're going to blame it on them. We know the Kremlin's track record uh, when it comes to these types of claims. That's what, of course, what uh, is the predicate, uh, what ultimately undergirds our concern. Yeah. State Department right there uh, talking about it undergirds our discern. Yeah, we should be worried about the potential. That they're going to use a dirty bomb, and it is—it's scary that we're at that point. It is scary that we're at the point. It's like it—it it feels like we're inching towards the tactical nuke, right? So we're inching towards it. It's the—it's the okay. Well, let's uh, let's try this, and then we'll just try you know indiscriminate shelling, and then from there it's like now we're going to destroy all of their their uh, power structure. And then, you know, we've got Iranians on the ground training them in Crimea how to use these things. And then all of a sudden, again, a little bit further in the escalatory of the the size of weaponry being used. And now it's like, well, they're going to use a dirty bomb. I just know it's Ukraine's going to do it. These are really not great for battlefield uh, use. Um, They're more of a psychological weapon. Uh, When you're trying to scare people, intimidate people, you would use a weapon like this. Uh, So dirty bomb. So what a dirty bomb is, for those who don't know, it is a conventional, uses like conventional explosives, regular stuff, but inside of it is radioactive stuff. And so it can be flung about. Oh, yeah. So it's it's not the the massive yet small kind of what you'd almost say nowadays that battlefield nuke but it's kind of a hybrid so it's going to throw some radioactive stuff out there but it's kind of like a stew you just throw everything in the pot 
and then we're just going to blow this thing up and see where it goes. Could Russia be doing that? Uh, It's a possibility, kids. I'm not going to lie to you. Do I think they're getting into that area where that could happen? Oh, 100%. Oh, for sure. It's possible. And the closer they get to Crimea, the more that becomes a possibility. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Yesterday, Ted Cruz was on The View. Oh, it was the Battle of the Cackle. Who won the cackling battle? Was it the Zodiac Killer? He wasn't the Zodiac Killer, right? He was his dad they thought was the Zodiac Killer. I never could figure that out. I was like, was it his dad? Because Ted Cruz is not old enough to be the Zodiac Killer. He'd have to have been like five. <laughs> Talk about that. Plus the debate last night in Florida. And uh, whoa, somebody paid Del Biden a visit. Who was it? We'll talk about that as well. 323-538-2423. That is your text line. 323-538-CHAD. Check us out on the old Facebook, The Chad Benson Show, and Instagram and Twitter as well, at Chad Benson Show. It is the aforementioned Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What's up, beautiful? Hope all is well with the others. Fascinating and fun days. Last night there was a debate in Florida. It was a very interesting debate. It had Ron DeSantis, who is well ahead, uh, I think, at this moment. Probably a little closer than uh, in the polls than maybe it really is. But uh, Charlie Chris is out of money and he's throwing up, uh, he's just throwing up, you know, Hail Marys. He's got nothing else going. Throw it up. Just throw it up. Throw it. Throw it. Throw it. And he's doing it. Did it work? Eh, I don't really know. I don't think so. Uh, But one of the interesting things, though, is he kept going after him about uh, the next four years. All right. So you're going to be because you're going to get four years if you win. But somewhere between now and the, oh, I don't know, the second year going into the third year, something may happen where you decide, hey, you know what else I'd like to do? I'll be president. Ron, you talk about Joe Biden a lot. I understand. You think you're going to be running against him. I can see how you might get confused. But you're running for governor. You're running for governor. And I have a question for you. You're running for governor. Why don't you look in the eyes of the people of the state of Florida and say to them, if you're reelected, you will serve a full four-year term as governor. Yes or no? Yes or no, Ron? Will you serve a full four-year term if you're reelected governor of Florida? It's a fair question. He won't tell you. It's a fair question. He's not going to tell you. And he just kept saying, you know, just the, the, the thing that you would say at this point in time, because the reality is we all know you're running for governor slash president. I just want to make things very, very clear. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Chris. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. You are running for president because that's what you do. 
That's what you do. You're running for president because your profile is high. You're a governor that is not just on the rise as far as your your, your profile, because I think you've kind of hit the zenith in that world as far as what you're going to do governor-wise. But you're also in a position where money's coming in. Things are doing okay in your state. You've got a perfect tide of of the the former presidents in a in a bit of trouble. Because let's be real, if Trump just lost and there wasn't all this other crap hanging over him, you know, it'd be at it again. But uh, I'm not sure anybody wants that. Oh, you might have some Trump sycophants, not supporters, but sycophants that want that. But I know a lot of people who support Trump are like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't want another four years. Left. So you've got everything right now that is in your, your zone. And then you couple in the fact that you got a bit of a nightmare with the economy, I'd say. You've got a rising crime. Immigration, that's a not, you put yourself in the immigration debate. You did. By, by, by flying a plane <laughs> to another state to pick up people that are here illegally to fly them elsewhere. Plus the media is after you. That's a win, too. That is a win for you. Yesterday, by the way, the, the Democratic presidential candidate, uh, not named Joe Biden... <laughs> He's not running. Two weeks from tomorrow, it'll be the arguments and, you know, the, the, the you know, Dominion did it again or whatever baloney is going to come out that everybody's going to scream and yell, whatever side does that. But then you're going to move a little bit further and you'll start to hear rumblings and those rumblings will get loud, 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 loud. And by the first of next year, they're going to explode into Joe can't do the gig anymore. It's time for him to go. And maybe they make a deal. Joe, go now. Give Kamala 15 months to screw the country up. And that way, if we can open it up and see if somebody wants to run against her, see how that goes. And that way we can also say we had the first female woman of color as president. Oh, yeah. See, so we could check all the boxes so we can get super extra bonus points. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. So yesterday, uh, it came out that our friend, and you guys might remember this. Let's go back. Uh, let's go back, let's say here, a week. A little about six days. It was Woke Wednesday. We're doing Wokeness. And we played uh, this this little ditty. And here's what I've learned so far. Six, seven, Women are awesome, but can also be cruel. I'm doing my best, and boys, they kind of drool. My hormones are wild, and my boobs kind of sore. It's only day 200. We have so much more. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's enough. Uh, that is uh, trans TikToker Dylan Mulvaney, who got to spend some time at the old White House. <laughs> I'm not lying. Can't make this up, kids. Yeah, at the old White House. I want you to know that your president sees you, but we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills, and we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, and our housing and healthcare systems everywhere, simply everywhere. Yeah, yeah, 
So, uh, I don't, I mean, this, this is what we're doing. So they had an interview, sat down, had a little interview, old, uh, old David and the, uh, the president, very excited about it. This is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God love you. God love you. You're doing great. God love you. You're doing fantastic. That is awesome. And, uh, from what I understand about Dylan, Dylan's not just a, I don't know what is I, I, cause this is what I see is that when you, when you put his name out there, that's what I get is Dylan. I don't, is, is that a girl's name? Is it a boy's name? By the way. And apparently like a, a young girl too. Not, not she's, she's, she, she, he, cause Dylan seems like a, a man's name, but I know there are women called that, uh, that uh, just a, a, a child, if you will. It's kind of the jam that we're going with, from what I understand, from old Dylan. So uh, Dylan continues, uh, just very excited to be able to interview. And Canadian, too, not even an American. You couldn't even find a trans-American? You had to go Canadian? Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Yeah, you trans Canuck. Hey, get back over there. <laughs> it's not very nice, Jed. Somebody's going to come out and say it for real. Because, you know, uh, Ulta is, people are pissed at Ulta because they did this big, you know, Ulta's a beauty chain for those of you guys. We're not talking about Ultra Magas. Let's Ulta the beauty store, which is different. They had Dylan on. And on a big podcast, and there was another person, they were talking about all this makeup and stuff, and people were like, wait a minute, you're talking about makeup for women and you couldn't even bring a woman on? People were pissed. No, that's just it. Well, I tell you, somebody's got to bring this up. You couldn't get an American trans on your show? You couldn't do that? I can't believe you guys couldn't do that. No, they could not do that, apparently. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Tweet at us. I told somebody yesterday, you guys want to stop people coming over the border? Tell tell them, everybody coming over the border, Democrats, we have heard on, we've got our sources out there that they're all transphobic. <laughs> they're coming over to burn books and they're coming over to, 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 to tell everybody that they can't transition anymore and they'll build a wall so fast you could not believe it. That's how fast they'll build a wall. The reality is anyone can wear pink. I want more men in pink, please. The thing is so hot. <laughs> the fact that our president has watched Days of Girlhood, it's kind of epic. It's it's sad, actually. i got to be honest with you. I'm hoping our president didn't do that. But you never know. You never know. With this guy and with this world we live in today, I uh, I, I don't know. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Yesterday, speaking of wacky and wild, Ted Cruz appeared somewhere. So he went to the Yankee game, I think it was the night before, uh, and got a lot of horrible things said to him. People are like, that's because they hate Democrats. He's wearing Houston Astros gear. I have news for you. If I wore Houston Astros gear to Yankee Stadium, I'd get the same treatment as Ted Cruz did. But yeah, they don't really, they're not huge fans of Democrats uh, and Republicans as far as pals in New York.
The election was fair and square and legitimate. You know who y'all don't do that to? You don't do it to Hillary Clinton, who stood up and said Trump but stole the election. The you don't, the who said that the election was stolen. They sat here yes. and said it was That's illegitimate, right. and, and, it and was. you guys were fine with it. Okay, so, so, so it's illegitimate did, did when Republicans she, did, win, the, but not when Democrats win. No, you know, here's the thing. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. Well, okay, we don't okay. do that. Did, did I miss what? an entire year of Antifa riots where cities across this country were burned? Your position is the left doesn't engage in violence, really? Yeah, yeah, you know. And by the way, I mean, we can go through it all day on the denial after denial after denial done by the Democrats that everybody seems to forget. And I don't want to do revisionist history. I mean, it is what it is. And yeah, for those of you out there on the right who think that it was just, you know, a bunch of guys who were goofing around on January 6th. No, there were a bunch of idiots out there who definitely left America with a black eye. That being said, because we're in this tribal world, people will continue to pick the tribe they're on and continue to give a pass to their side, regardless of the things that they do. You just accused us of doing something we didn't do. You said Hillary Clinton didn't say whatever she didn't say. I'm saying to you, listen. And she said we sitting here and you were fine with her saying it was illegitimate for for Republicans to win. She called Donald Trump the next morning and she conceded the election, Ted. As did Stacey Abrams. Hillary Clinton says Trump is an illegitimate president. Hillary Clinton says the election is stolen from you. Hillary Clinton in 2002, George W. Bush was selected, not elected. Joe Biden, Al Gore was, was elected president. So Joe Biden... Yeah, yeah, see, but they didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear any of that stuff at all. It continued and it got ugly. Inflation in the United States has one cause and one cause only, and that is when the federal government spends too much money. Okay. We have seen trillions and trillions of dollars spent by Joe Biden and the Democrats. Just last year, last year, the federal government took in $4 trillion in tax revenues. Most money in history we've ever taken in. The problem is we spent nearly $7 trillion. And that's what- We do cover climate here, guys. We do cover climate. Ladies, ladies, excuse us. Let us do our job. Let us do our job. You gotta go, you gotta let us do our job. Oh, don't be pissing with her. No, no, no touch on a little bit more of this but it was very interesting uh and i'll say this right you can say what you want about republicans all day long you don't have to like them you can just you know for a lot of people out there but you go and ask people republicans show up they'll go places bill moore talks about it all the time he'll bring republicans on when he knows democrats won't even come on his show and they're loved but republicans will show up in the lion's den all day 323-538-2423 at chad benson show it's your Twitter tweet at us, text the program coming up. Number five on your countdown. Number five on the countdown. Maybe for some even number one in your heart when it comes to our horror movie countdown. Straight ahead, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash jerk. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. I gave uh, free bags out, a couple of them here, to people at work. And uh, one of them had tried everything with their dog. Oh, dog was older. Very much another dog. One of those people like, you know, those are their kids. And she tried everything, including, you know, she'd gone and gotten like marijuana, you know, gone to the, it's just, just anything because their dog was struggling, didn't have the energy, gave him rough greens and lo and behold, bouncy, happy, healthy. 
It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff right there for the dogs to consume. And it's a supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. You just sprinkle it on. They're going to love the taste. You watch the difference in what it can do for your dog. Not only with their overall you know, bounciness and energy, but with their joints, their joint pain, if they got joint pain, you watch what it does and how it relieves that. If they've got allergy problems, fur, all that stuff, they really know what they're doing at Rough Greens. Try a bag for free. Cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Irreverent? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. Beware the moonlights. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I am Dracula. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? It is Halloween. Everybody is entitled to a fantastically good scare. Number five on my countdown is a movie that is awesome and it dominates a portion of the week. At least a couple times a year. Talking about Friday. Friday, the 13th. You may only see it once, but that will be enough. Oh, I love the movie. It was awesome. It really gave rise to a more traditional slasher. Something about Michael Myers and Halloween, and I'm sure it'll appear on this list. There was a little bit different. It was the boogeyman. It was anything. It was it was it was something different. Where Friday the Thirteenth, the original, which was amazing, and people don't realize that the killer himself, Jason, only appears for a brief second. As far as what we think of when we think of Friday the Thirteenth, the hockey mask wearing, wielding his machete everywhere, killing everybody. That wasn't the original killer. No, no, no. The original killer was Mom. Did you know that a young boy drowned the year before those two others were killed? The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. I was working the day it happened, preparing meals. Here, I was the cook. Jason should have been watched every minute. He was, he wasn't a very good swimmer. No, he was not. And because of that, apparently a lot of people have to die. Uh, Friday the 13th was awesome. Made for a small budget. Sean Cunningham directed it. Uh, Victor Miller wrote it. And that's the battle that's going on right now. Why there isn't any more Friday the 13th has to do with the fact that the people who put the original one together own bits and pieces of the movie. Nobody actually owns it outright. So one can own the distribution here in America, while one can own the distribution in Europe. One owns actually the hockey mask wielding version of Jason, and one doesn't. And it sucks, and people are saying, work it out. In fact, Stephen King says he's got an amazing recharge script in his mind and portions, I guess, written up for what he thinks they should do in the next version of it. But it did give rise to the slasher movies in a way that many others didn't. It spawned a lot of reboots and, and sequels, 
But the original Friday the 13th is fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, it stars another little person in it. It's a, it's a small bit. The Kevin Bacon. I heard he did something with his life after this. Check it out. Friday the 13th, number five on the best Halloween haunted movies on the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Two weeks away from today. People will be going to the polls if you haven't already voted, which is also a weird thing. It's like, hey, polls are open two weeks from today, or they're open now. <laughs> it's election month-ish, or whatever. That's weird. Can you do Yeah, you can. You can. It's election month-ish. So, very excited about that. I'm just... I just want to get to the to the lawsuits. It's <laughs> pretty much it's what I'm waiting for at this point. It's like, can we just get to the lawsuits so I can watch the lawsuits, find out who did what, who didn't do something, who can who yelled at somebody for doing something that they have no proof on what they did or didn't do? Because you know that's happening. It's already happening out here. I don't know if you guys are watching this. You pretty much go to any news outlet, and they're talking about what's going on in Arizona, which is the fact that we have monitors at many of the polling drop-off boxes, which you can drop your vote inside of a box. I think there's 16 of them. But uh, there's been some chaos with some of them because you've got these people that are out monitoring these things. I'm going to monitor them, make sure that nobody does anything bad because uh, of the whole, you know, 2,000 mules. Sheriff Paul Pinzone, a uh, very nice guy who, by the way, is completely apolitical. He's got to run one side or the other. But it is very interesting uh, what he said because I have seen some of the people that are out there. Uh, and a few of these things, I'm like, I don't know if you need to. They look like they're getting ready to fight some Eastern European war that is not what we're seeing going on right now in Ukraine. I mean, it's it's like that's a lot of gear, and you've got the the the, the ski mask on. It's uh, it's it's uncomfortable. It's undermining who we are as a nation, and I think that it's um, self-serving in many ways. And and what do I see now as the sheriff of one of the biggest counties in the nation? I see that every day I'm dedicating a considerable amount of resources just to give people confidence that they can cast a vote safely. And that is absurd. Yeah, yeah. And it is absurd. So as I continue to say this, uh, first of all, there's cameras on all of those things, so you don't need to be out there. That's that's one. But then you get the crazy after crazy. Which is, you get people who are watching now the watchers, which is also unhealthy. For those of you not keeping score, not a healthy thing to do. 
is to watch the watchers. It is. I, I don't even know what to do at this point. Like, you just sit there and you're like, this is really what's going on. This is really what's going on. This is how this is playing out now. It's nuts. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. We are two weeks away from that. There was debate yesterday. It's going to be a debate tonight. It's going to be interesting to see what happens tonight. So yesterday, uh, DeSantis was obviously the biggest name. Although many of you don't know this. The Democratic side of the presidential tickets, which I'm sure will include the likes of Gavin Newsom, uh, he uh, he debated yesterday, too, at 9 a.m. Really? 9 a.m.? But you have to, if you, you have to debate, if you want to, I think, people still look at debating as important. The screaming and shouting isn't. I think you find a lot. What I would love to see, somebody asked me, because uh, we, we've talked about this here, because we've got a big issue here where uh, here in Arizona where Hobbs, who is running for governor against Kerry Lake, who's obviously got the highest profile, she will not debate. She won't get anywhere near the debate stage, and there's a reason for that. She is awful in front of a camera. She comes across as uh, meek and weak. And on the other side, Carrie Lake is anything but that. Right? So she is. Urgh. And I think that's really starting to push forward the narrative that she is very, very weak and that she would not be able to govern the state. And that Carrie Lake would, despite all of her, you know, the, the quote unquote election. Den- can let can we just change that? You're not an election denier. You're a results denier or in some cases a results questioner. Those are separate things. Nobody has denied that an election happened. They've denied the results of said election. So let's just change that for a moment. But then last night you had DeSantis and and, and go at it with uh, the likes of, of Chris. What I would like to see in these things is 30 minutes of a debate. Okay, 30 minute debate. And then. Right afterwards. Each candidate gets, you know, 20, 30 minutes of Q&A town hall like thing, and then we move on. And the other person's in another room in a hermetically sealed thing so nobody can hear anything. And then we move on from there. So we had a bit of a back and forth, and then we had people that had the opportunities to ask them questions. Then we move on, and you do it once, maybe twice. Maybe once early on, and then once towards the end, and then we can get on with our lives. But I think you still have to debate. You have to show up. And uh, DeSantis did. I'm proud of the 15 weeks that we did. I know Charlie Crist opposes that, even though the baby is fully formed, has a heartbeat, can feel pain, and can suck their thumb. He also supports sex-selective abortions, which is used to discriminate against little girls. He supports dismemberment abortions, where they literally will tear the baby limb from limb. And he supports taxpayer funding of abortion all the way up until the moment of birth, and that is wrong. Well, there you go. So he got that in there on that. Uh, Chris came back and uh, threw a jab with the COVID. We had one of the highest death rates in America, Ron. And over six million of our fellow Floridians have gotten COVID under your leadership. Now, that's not something to be boastful and proud about. Uh, 
you know, uh, you can go look. Uh, everybody ended up virtually at the same place. Some had a little bit worse than others, but the reality is, is uh, it was not. Uh, Florida was 338th. I mean, 383 was where Florida was. Who was the best, Chad? Uh, Vermont, 118. Why? Most of the people went out and got shots. Absolutely. That's true. They stayed indoors a lot. They were older. It's a pretty whitish state. You can go with a lot of different things, but uh, you got to look at everything. The health, you can't just take it as well. We got one of the highest death rates. Again, that's, you know, but look at the education side of things. And that's something that's not being talked about the way it should be. And it's starting to be talked about over the last couple of days, which is how bad the test scores were. But go look at red states who came back quicker. Didn't kowtow and bow to the unions compared to blue states. And there's something else to bring in. For all the screaming and yelling in the blue states about it's all about equity and it's about it's about equity of outcome and it's all about blah, 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 and equality. Think about this for a second. Who do you think suffered the most? Well, the kids did. There's no doubt about that. But who do you think suffered of the kids? Mostly poor minority kids. Where there was maybe two, three kids in the house with maybe one computer, everybody fighting to get on that thing. Maybe not great internet in some areas. So the poorest struggled far more than the well-to-do upper middle class. Reality. That's it. The unions were fine. I mean, they're upset and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. It was all the COVID's fault. The, 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 no, it was the fact that you shut down schools for two years. That was a big issue that everybody seems to forget. And it was a nightmare. And if it was really about the kids, then why are we not pulling kids out of school right now? Because have you seen the RS, uh, was it the RVP or RSV, whatever it is, I, the respiratory virus that's going around? It is ferocious there are schools across this country right now where there are a thousand kids missing from high schools so it wasn't really about the kids but these grades these these have you seen how horrible these grades are these are horrific i mean you're looking at them going my goodness i mean we're down tremendously in reading and math, comprehension. We've set these kids back forever in a day. This is, they're talking about this, 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 this new virus that's running rampant. And uh, Paul Offit, who, you know, he was on with CNN. So this isn't like one of those guys where Fox finds a guy and they're going to demonize him. No, this is a guy who's on with CNN talking about just what's going on in the virus, but also the disservice we did to kids. Well, first of all, there can be sort of bad RSV years and not so bad RSV years. So there is a fluctuation from year to year. And, and pretty much every sort of late fall, early winter, we do see an influx of, of respiratory syncytial virus infections in our hospital. But I think there may be a so-called immunity gap. In other words, in 2020, when SARS-CoV-2 virus entered this country, we didn't have monoclonal antibodies. We didn't have antivirals. We didn't have vaccines. All we could do was limit human contact which we did by closing schools, closing businesses, restricting travel, isolating, quarantining. And, and by doing that, I think we, we, you know, we deprive children of school. I think there's probably 
no greater collateral damage, frankly, than, than what we did to those children in terms of lack of socialization, lack of education, and that's the price that we paid for this. And that's another possibility is that, that we lack that boosting, if you will, with RSV that normally occurs every year. Wow. Wow. That's not a loon. That's a guy who is at, I think he's at uh, Philadelphia Children's, and he's like, a, he's a virologist, uh, a vaccinologist. Uh, you know, I mean, he's everything and he specializes in kids and he said the collateral damage. Yeah, because and the collateral damage wasn't for the betterment of saving the entire world. It was for unions and it became political and it became a great way to stand up to Trump and say, you hate kids and teachers and I'm going to triple wear a mask and keep my kids under the covers. Well, now you're dealing with it. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three at Chad Benson show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. I feel kind of off today. Then I realized why. While I have two black socks on, one of them is different than the other, and it just feels weird. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. I'm at the point where I was like, I think I should take both my socks off so I don't feel weird. Am I weird? It sounds weird, right? My pillow's not weird. Uh, well, we can debate that, but the products are amazing. And right now, they've got the Percale bed sheets. Normally, $90, yours for 40 bucks. These things are awesome, amazing to sleep on, cool and comfortable. You will love them. 250 thread count, slide right on into it. And like I said, the sale of the year, $40, normally $90. Tons of colors and styles to choose from. You get the pillowcases, the whole nine yards, and you get a 60-day money-back guarantee. They got deep discounts and BOGOs on all the MyPillow products from the MyPillow itself to uh, you name it, they've got it. I mean, tons of it, the, the, the towels, the awesome uh, mattress topper and everything in between. And you get all this and save all of this by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. That is MyPillow.com slash Benson today. Don't miss out on the sale of the year for bed sheets. The Percale bed sheets that make great Christmas gifts. MyPillow.com slash Benson. 40 bucks for you. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? Let us find out what's trending. On Twitter, Adidas or Adidas. Why do they call it Adidas? Because of Adidasler. That's why. By the way, he started Adidas and his brother started Puma. Think about that. Now, they've gotten rid of Kanye. They said, yeah, we got to end our partnership with you. Number two trending thing, Yeezys. Uh-oh. What are we going to do with all my Yeezys? Think about that. How pissed are you that you spent all that money on Yeezys? And now they may be worth nothing. Or are they going to be worth way more because there's not going to be anybody delivering Yeezys, at least for a time being? Oh, yeah. Brittany Griner, uh, they upheld her prison sentence for drug possession. She appealed to her nine-year sentence. Uh, it's a show trial. It was nothing more than that, a hearing. Uh, they gave her some time off, but outside of that, she's going to spend uh, some more time in jail. Eventually, she will get out. 
Uh, there's no doubt about that. Ron DeSantis and uh, Mr. Chris, Charlie Chris, last night face off in their only gubernatorial debate. Uh, I would say eh, it's a push. Most of these things are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Head on over to Google. The Google, the Googly machine. See what's coming out of there. Oh, number one trending thing yesterday. Leslie Jordan, the comedic actor, passed away at 67. Apparently he had a emergency of some sort. Then he crashed his BMW and uh, passed away. Patriots and Bears, number two trending thing. Patriots got whooped up on. It's not good. I did not pick them. More on Kanye as well. Trending there. Today's biggest thing is solar eclipse. We got a solar eclipse going on tonight. How exciting is that? Do we? I don't know if we do or don't. Just says it's a big trending thing. Some of the things that are trending uh, around the globe and here in the United States. But more on the Kanye stuff. Uh, Adidas finally came out because they were the holdout, right? Yesterday, they got rid of everything. Like, his, his all of his peeps walk away from him yesterday. As far as like, yeah, they're going to make movies. They're going to do all these things. But Adidas, people were like, what's Adidas going to do? Because Adidas, like even last week, they're like, well, we got a bunch of shoes coming out. And he is Kanye. The sneaker behemoth putting out a statement writing, Adidas does not tolerate anti-Semitism and any other sort of hate speech. Ye's recent comments and actions have been unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous. And they violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect, and fairness. Yeah. So that's what they say. So, uh, but they, uh, you know, they ended the partnership, but they were holding out for a while, man. They were like, oh man, maybe he's going to come back. Maybe he's going to say, oh, it was all a joke. Maybe he's going to, uh, he is, he's got some issues. There's no doubt about that. And those issues are, uh, in front of the world. Even Kim came out and condemned him. And I think she's about the only one that can reach him. If you will, and say, look, whether you believe these things or don't believe these things, which I think she probably knows he doesn't believe a lot of these things because he's telling everybody he's also a Jew. Uh, he is definitely on a path of uh, manic destruction right now. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. What if you bought a house and you go to move into it and there was somebody in your house? That's uncomfortable. Talk about that. Other things straight ahead. Chad Benson show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's me. Hope you are well on this most glorious day. It's Tuesday. Get tacos. Two weeks from now, we'll be having extra special election tacos. The best kind of tacos are election tacos. Really? No, any taco's great. You know that. Imagine this, if you will. You go and you purchase home. You're very excited. Like, hey, I got a home. Very excited. Bought myself a home. Got myself a home. It's pretty excited. Bought it. That was foreclosed, but we bought a home. Very excited. Very excited. Then you go, you're like, okay, let's go check out our new home. Let's do it. You and me. 
Who's in their new home? Why are they inside and what can be done to get them out? Zoe, the couple had just signed a contract with a bank to buy this foreclosed vacant house. Yesterday, the wife says she drove by to take a look at their new home, saw a U-Haul in the driveway with people moving in. You know, what is happening here? Malia King is the realtor for the couple who just signed a contract to buy this Prince George's County home. It seems as though someone is totally has tried to take possession of the property. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I, I bought the house. Now, when I was in England, I used to find it weird because they had squatters' rights. So people would go, mostly chippos, chippies, is gypsies, they would say. Gypsies, yeah, you know who you are, carnival people. That's what I'm talking about, you guys. You guys roll up in someone's land and you stay there and we couldn't get you off. But you bought a foreclosed home and somebody moved into your, your house. Wait, what? Now, sometimes it's people just squatting. Other times, uh, could there be more to the story? sign ratify contract with the bank. Malia showed us the couple's contract with U.S. Bank to purchase what she says was a previously vacant foreclosed home. When the new owners confronted the people moving in, she says they showed them what they said was a lease for the property. Police was on site. They took a look at the lease and it was not correct documents. Wasn't a legit lease? Not at all. I'm with Channel 9. Can I talk to you for a second? When we tried to talk to the men inside the home, they said a man named Quinn had a lease for the house. They said he was an uncle, but they did not know his last name. Yeah, it happens a lot with uncles. Hey, you got that uncle. Well, uh, what's his name? Yeah, it's that. This is my favorite uncle. What's his name? He's got a lease for this place. You know, he's real tight. He's going to put me in his. Uh, his, uh, his, uh, his will, old what's-his-name, old uncle, uncle what's-his-name. <laughs> so these people, they have a house, and they can't get their house because there are people inside. And again, you know, thank God the bee lady wasn't there. Remember that story last week where the, they went to evict people and the lady brought her bees? and <laughs> She sicked the bees on the cops. I'm not, I'm, I can't make this up. We talked to the Prince George's County Police. They confirm an officer did go to the house yesterday. But at this point, they say it looks more like a civil matter for the sheriff, like an eviction of any kind. What do you do now? This is why I call you guys. Right now, my clients, we just don't know what to do at this point. It's not what you want to hear. We, we're we struggling with this. Uh, we, we don't know what to do. We'd like to get these people out, but uh, there's just, uh, we don't know what to do. We're just, uh, it's a struggle. <laughs> I would say so. How pissed would you be? But man, you're hearing stories like, because, you know, evictions are up across the country. So you got all these evictions across the country that are up. And you never know, especially it's when you have an apartment building, you know, and you're renting out to people who are, you know, it's a massive lease, leasing company. You don't have the issues. You will have it once in a while. But when you have a, home that people leased out in the past if you've we've heard nightmares of people trying to get people out of their homes and it's getting worse and worse and then they steal everything and then you know you've got people it, it is it is a nightmare and i think that's going to pick up very very soon uh, i do i think that's because you're going to see more and more of that stuff happening uh i think in the future especially with evictions being up especially with people who are like well you know how pissed would you be if your house was worth 500 grand you know two months ago now it's worth 420 and you're trying to get the people out of there because you'd like to take advantage still of a marketplace that is still got prices higher than they were say five years ago and those people don't want to leave and they're gonna you know you're worried are they gonna destroy my house oh my god what a nightmare i i don't know how people do it i just that is one thing i've never wanted to be as a landlord
That's it. One thing. Now, UFO Hunter, that I could be. Because we know they're real. We know. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. <laughs> NASA will be looking for more answers here. Today, the agency is officially launching its study on unidentified aerial phenomena. So this NASA study really joins uh, you know, Congress, which has been investigating it, the Pentagon, which has been looking into all of these incidents, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, now NASA. Phenomenon. It's UAPs. People have trouble with the whole UAP thing. That is aerial phenomenon. I think we have to separate that, right? But I don't know why, because flying objects are, they're still flying. And then you've got the, what is it, the underwater, or the under, I don't know what that one is, because there's also that, like where there's phenomena of the the water type. But finally, NASA's getting into it and go, all right, let's check some of this stuff out there. Let's get serial about this stuff, all right? Because everybody knows now that there is uh, UFOs. It's just what kind of UFOs are there? 16 individuals. These are people who are astronomers, astrophysicists, biologists, former NASA, Pentagon uh, on the team, and a very famous former astronaut, Scott Kelly, who famously spent a year in space. And so what they're going to be doing is over the next nine months or so, they're really going to be digging into all of the unclassified data that's out there. Not the classified stuff, that's for the Pentagon and Congress, but NASA's going to be looking into the unclassified reports. They are going to make all of these findings public, hopefully. Uh, they're shooting for mid-2023. Yeah, because there's a lot of things. You know, normally we talk about, like, UFOs and stuff, or where we get, quote-unquote, the credible and my uncle and I had a big talk about this last night because, you know, I mean, we I, I think there's something out there. I mean, I, how, how can it be infinite and there not be anything else? At all. And did we have this wild assumption that we're the smartest of the species, if you will, that that exists, which is ridiculous. And you know, maybe it's different planes. Maybe it's, you know, the multiverse, whatever you want to call it. But it's hard not to think there couldn't be something out there. Right. But one of the things that we always do is we only ever talk to or get a perspective of pilots that are Air Force, Navy kind of pilots. And there are other things that have happened out there. And for years, people kept their mouth shut about what was going on because the worry is, oh, my God, if I report that I saw something that I can't explain, they're not going to let me fly these planes anymore. Over the last several months, there's something unexplainable appearing in the night, from the skies over Missouri to above the Pacific Ocean. It's not a satellite, it's not a meteor. All baffling pilots mid-flight. I don't know what the uh, common denominator is, but it's always at the bottom of the Big Dipper. Mark Holsey is a former F-18 fighter pilot. This August, he was piloting a private jet off the coast of Los Angeles when he says he saw as many as seven mysterious objects appearing to fly thousands of feet above him. That would be creepy, right? I mean, you know, you're, you're flying around there. That wouldn't be wacky and weird? Of course, I had a buddy named Edgar, Edgar Mueller, who is a flyer. Uh, he flew for, uh, I think it was Emirates for a good long time. He was their head of the union and a few other very big, big uh, companies. And he would tell me there are things out there. And you just kind of, you know, you, back in the day, you just shut your mouth. <laughs> it's my neighbor in England. Flew for British Airways and Virgin for many, many years. 
747s back in the day when they had those. He would say, you just, there are things that you would go, okay, we shared something. We saw something. Let's not talk about something because of the fear of being demonized. And that's also the other thing. If you think you saw something, you think everybody always thinks you're insane. And when my uncle and I were talking about it, I said, well, part of the reason is so much of it is that's our stuff, right? So it's top secret. So going and find the person that's insane makes people go, I can't take that serious. Right. And then they would perpetuate that. And they've talked about it for years. CIA and everybody always talked about. Yeah, yeah, of course you do. Plus, you also have to remember in some of these places, eh, you're out in the middle of nowhere and you've got bases and they're all a bunch testing things. Who lives out there? People who are out in the middle of nowhere for a reason. Oh, yeah. The clip obtained by Ben Hansen, a researcher who has spoken to dozens of pilots of commercial flights that have recently had similar encounters. So it seems like it might be getting more frequent. It's either getting more frequent or it's getting noticed more. Okay, there it is. But while no one seems to know what they're seeing, Holsey is sure these fast orbiting objects aren't satellites or any known military aircraft. There's nothing that flies that high. So the odds of it being a military aircraft doing high G loads like that, it's just it's completely impossible. Oh, it's not impossible. Well, it's impossible based on the stuff that we know we have. But it doesn't mean it's not something else. And you should take things seriously because here's the thing. If that's not ours, our hope is what? That it's China's or Russia's? Oh, I don't want that. Or it could be another group of people. Or beings. It all comes on the heels of a congressional hearing earlier this year where intelligence officials testified for the first time ever that there were about 400 new sightings of unidentifiable objects, adding UAP reports are frequent and continuing. Does this phenomenon seem to be under intelligent control? That's the only thing it could be. It's either artificial or biological. And this latest wave of sightings from pilots could be just the beginning. Bet my life on it. There are many more pilots and a lot more videos that are going to come out. Yeah. But if you tell people you saw something, what do they say? Dude, you're crazy. You're wacky. You're crazy. And you could take a great picture of something and you take great film of it. And even at that point, you're not going to get the best shot, no matter how good your camera is, because they're at, at such a level. But you're crazy. You're wacky. So people keep their mouth shut. Hmm. Well, it worries NASA enough that they're looking. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Rough greens. Give it to all my dogs all the time because they're very rough and tumble. But it's also because I love them. It's called a canine Vita Smart. I give it to them, feed it right to them. How, Chad? It's a supplement that works. How? I sprinkle it on top of their food. Boom. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega three six nine. Doctor Dennis Black, a naturopathic doctor. For 25 years, over so over a quarter of a century, he's perfected this, and his goal is to get animals healthy and happy. He loves animals, and I love animals, and I want my dogs in particular healthy and happy uh, because they spend so much time with us and their joy, even though at times they're a pain in the butt. But I love my dogs, especially my older dog, Doodle. It's going to help with their joint pain. It's going to help with their energy. It is truly amazing what this stuff has done for my dogs, and I know it'll work for your dogs as well. Try it. For yourself. It's a free bag coming to you. You cover the cost of shipping. That's it. Couple bucks. And it comes, you try it. They're putting their money where their mouth is. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. That is roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. C H A D B E N S O N. An album did something 
pretty darn amazing in today's world. For us a long time ago, it wasn't amazing at all, but it is amazing today. We'll talk about that. A lot of other stuff still to get to you. Missing the show, grab the podcast. It's the Chad Benson Show. Set Chad straight. Text the show, 323-538-2423. That's 323-538-CHAD. Someone has to do it. Might as well be you. The Chad Benson Show. Uh, ended the week with a loss last night. Patriots let me down. Bears, the Bears got a win. Pretty good win, too. It seems like fog and nastiness. Uh, the Bears were the victory kids. So good for the Bears. Good for the Bears. So far, though, uh, can I just say, doing quite well. Quite well. 66, 41, and 1. And we got Thursday Night Football coming up, which, God willing, I'll win another one. Because, kids, I'm doing well. Don't say bet the house, but I'm saying potentially bet the house. That's all I'm saying you could do. You totally do that if you want to. I wouldn't. But if you wanted to, do it. But then don't do it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Text the program if you like to. Uh, please do that, kids. Taylor Swift, you guys heard of her? She's doing pretty good from what I understand. Taylor Swift saying hi to huge sales. Her new album, Midnight's, the first to sell more than a million copies in a week since 2017, when Swift did it with Reputation. That according to the company Luminate, whose data powers the Billboard charts. Midnight's has hit sales of 1.2 million in just three days. So by the time the tracking week ends Thursday night, the number will likely go much higher. Midnight's has also sold the most vinyl copies ever in a week in the modern era since Luminate started counting in 1991. Over 400,000 discs, more than doubling the previous champ, Harry Styles Harry's house earlier this year. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Like we don't, uh, we don't, a we don't buy anything anymore, <laughs> and B, it's only a million copies. You remember when, like, that was a huge thing? Like an album would come out, and it would be like, okay, it's going to drop this day. Now they drop it whenever the hell they want, and it's 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 wackiness. I get it because everything's free and the streams. You had was it U two the other day apologizing for putting uh, their their album on everybody's phone when they got that. Uh, that uh, new, uh, the new iPhone, and they were like, oh, we're sorry about that. We're sorry about that. It's totally wrong what we did there. Oh, my goodness. But a million copies. You go back and look. It's like, do you wonder? Because it's no longer about how many you sell. It's about how many views you get. It's about the streams. It's a different world. Everything has changed, right? Because we've gone to subscription-based. It's changed. It's about plays on YouTube, Spotify, things of that nature. There is no single way that we look at things like we used to, like what's the biggest selling album? Hell, the biggest selling album may be 50,000 in a week. Well, that was like you weren't even breaking the charts years ago. Speaking of charts and speaking of price, uh, guess what? Price hike coming to a subscription near you. 
It's going to cost you more to watch Ted Lasso. For me, success is not about the wins and losses. Apple TV Plus, with its first ever price hike since the streaming service launched almost exactly three years ago. It's going from 5 bucks a month to 7 the annual plan going from 50 bucks a year to 70 And it's not just the TV service. Apple Music going up a buck for the single plan and 2 bucks for the family plan. And the bundle that includes those, plus Apple Arcade, also going up a dollar or two and a 3 buck increase for the premium bundle. Apple's not alone. Disney Plus, Netflix, and Hulu also raised prices this year. Yeah. I don't, you know what's funny is that's the one thing I don't have is Apple TV. I got, I got, because we have the two houses, because my, for those of you guys new, not like all oh, your braggadocious, my father in law passed away this year. And so uh, we decided, all right, you know, uh, my mother in law didn't want to be alone, probably shouldn't be alone. And so we decided, okay, well, we'll just, we'll, we'll go over there because there's, like two houses on the property and so the other house we're getting it ready to sell and 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 uh some other things you know because i got my giant lizards or forgot to build some new cages and some new stuff in the backyard so it's taking a little longer than we'd hoped to partly because of uh you know the supply chain and getting people to come do anything anymore although times have slowed down so that may happen now but I've like, you know, the whole cutting the cord thing. Well, I, I didn't do that because, well, I, I've got Hulu, I've got Netflix, I've got all of the things, <laughs> and I still have Dish and DirecTV. I'm like, man, I feel like I've, I'm paying a lot more than I should. If any of you guys know the good subscription uh, company that's out there that tells you, okay, you have way too many subscriptions, <laughs> shoot me a text message. I'd love to hear it. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all your other good stuff. Oh, kids, uh, if you miss any of the fine program, there's a thing called a podcast, which we're not going to charge you anything for. You can grab it on the old podcast thingy-mabobber, uh, which is pretty much anywhere good podcasts are available. Uh, so feel free to do that. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson two weeks and counting two weeks and counting two weeks and counting polls look uh favorable right now for the republicans there's no doubt about that it feels like there's momentum as we head into the final 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 thank god final stretch of this election and yes there are things that people are talking about obviously one of them is the economy the other one is crime because crime is up oh yeah crime is up kids crime is up one of the big things people are talking about is crime it's not going anywhere the statistics say a lot of different things about crime all of them are up 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 And that is not good. That is not good at all. People are frustrated. They're upset. They're angry about what they see going on out there. And they're looking around saying, there's got to be a better way. And a lot of this has to do with the fact that we have allowed crime in big cities to happen because because we aren't forcing people 
into things that they should be going into, like rehab. Well, Chad, you shouldn't force people into rehab. No, but you know what? We shouldn't be so kind as to say, hey, it's okay that you do whatever the hell you want to do, whenever the hell you want to do it, because I'm showing you compassion. And that really matters more than anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Crime is something that people are worried about. Joe Scarborough, said, like they sat down, was it on Friday, with a bunch of uh, voters from Philadelphia. I think they were all black Americans, right? They're all Americans, but you have to, remember, we have to check a box. And what did they all say? Crime. Crime. Not abortion, but crime. Not climate change, but crime. That's what they're worried about. And when you have all these cuckoo DAs who've decided that, hey, you know what, we're just going to turn people loose. We're not going to have any bail. Uh, you know, it, it, we're, we're just going to be kind. We're going to lead by being kind. It's a failure. Look at Portland, for instance. We're at the point now where even Mayor Wheeler is wheeling his way around going, all right, this whole thing that's going on is a joke, an experiment that the Democrats loved. Right. Let's just allow people to enjoy themselves and party. We'll consider it their truth and a lifestyle. And even if they step on everybody else's rights, it's okay because we're compassionate. Well, Namas. Rising cases of untreated mental illness and the flood of cheap and potent drugs is increasing injuries and deaths amongst Portlanders and Oregonians who are experiencing outdoor homelessness. For example, the overdose rates for people experiencing homelessness can be 30 times greater than the general population. 30 times. Total drug overdoses increased 94% between 2019 and 21. Yeah. And they're doing this why? Not because they really want to, but because they're being forced to. They're looking around going, oh, my God, a Republican's leading in the governor's race. People have had enough. You, you know, I always say there will there always comes a time when people have enough for us. It's the the ballot box for other parts of the world where they don't have the opportunity to have fair and or even legal voting. Eventually, they rise up here. We rise up in a different way, and that is at the ballot box. And the only reason I think we learn a lot of these people are doing things like this now where they're speaking out about stuff like homelessness did you know that people who are homeless, they're experiencing homelessness. They're mentally ill and they're campers. They're city-dwelling campers. Right? That's what they are. They've got drug problems. They're living this lifestyle. It's not a lifestyle. It's a, it, is, it is what their world has become. Because of mental illness and drugs or drugs and mental illness, either way, you end up at the same place. And your compassion isn't good. It's the exact opposite. It's killing people. And you're only making these kind of moves and coming out, Wheeler and everybody else across the country, that's having to come out and say, all right, homelessness and crime sucks. San Francisco, Los Angeles. Why is that? Because you've got no choice. Because people have finally will reach a breaking point with this era. We've had enough. Fact is, for the past eight months, we've increased alternative camping options without the ban and to be completely transparent, it has not worked. Collectively, this is a vortex of misery for all involved. Ah, good day for a band. Vortex of misery. Yeah. And it's not camping. We're talking about human beings 
who are so messed up, not because rents are too damn high or because, man, I've only got a 712 on my FICO, so I can't get it. No, it's none of those things. It's because you've allowed it to happen. Open-air drug markets, ignoring crime, telling your people just deal with it. This is what you get. This is it. This is what you get. You allow these things to happen. And it's not compassion. It's evil. It's not compassion. It's hatred. Because you're allowing people to essentially kill themselves, cheering their mom by saying it's compassion. That sucks. We, oh, you know, my book came out a year ago. I pointed to this issue of rising crime, open air drug use and homelessness. And people, you know, on the left mostly dismissed me saying that uh, there was really no increase in crime. Uh, it was I was making a mountain out of a molehill. That's not the experience of voters. And when you go tell people who have been victimized by crime that it's all in their imagination, it makes them angry. Yeah, it does. Let's go back a week. We're talking about Mayor Adams in New York. What did he talk about? Well, I hate rats. And people brought up crime because he's going to have a war on rats. Dealing with actual crimes, those eight uh, homicides, and we're dealing with the perception of fear that people are feeling. And I must deal with that perception and the actual crime. We can't get away from the fact we have 3.5 million people using our subway system. We, we have to be honest about that. And those average of six crimes a day is not giving the impression that our system is out of control. We're dealing with the perception of fear. The perception of fear. And what did I say? You know, when you start talking about, quote unquote, the perception of fear, let's not forget the fact that in many places anymore, people have stopped even reporting crimes. It's not worth it. Right. Somebody steals your wallet. You're like, what am I? I'm going to have to cancel everything. Nobody's going to come, you know, do that. It's the reason that you go into any CVS, Walgreens or pharmacy across the country and everything's locked up. People have just gone. It's not perception. It's the reality that you've allowed things across the country in these cities to fall apart. And you did it in, in, in a way of it's about being kind. It's about leading with feelings. You can't lead with feelings. You can't. That's not how you lead. You lead by making real decisions that are tough decisions. Wheeler in Portland, we're looking at you. Because a lot of this we can point back to way back in the day when Portland was this kind of, you know, Portland, San Francisco, this, this, oh, it's just a bunch of homeless runaway kids and they're smoking some weed and they're skateboarding. And now what do you have? You have insanity going on. I am hearing loudly and clearly from our mutual constituents that they don't care which government is responsible for what. They just want us to get the job done. And they do care because it's come under your watch. You saying, well, they don't really care who gets the job done, but you don't get the job done. You don't. And you haven't. And I don't know if you're going to get the job done. And when you go tell people who have been victimized by crime that it's all in their imagination, it makes them angry. It makes them frustrated and they want to see change. So I do think that, you know, as a lifelong Democrat, I'm out independent. I just think the Democrats have been insensitive to the needs of ordinary people and dismissive of it out of a kind of political correctness or lack of a better term, wokeness. Yeah. Michael Schellenberg there. Very interesting indeed. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Oh, man. We talked a little Ted Cruz yesterday on the old uh, View. And to talk a little bit about that, first, my pillow right now has percale bed sheets. You will love these things. They're going to 
directly to you. 60-day money-back guarantee. Machine washable. Tons of styles and colors to choose from. Just incredible to sleep on. 250 thread count. But there's deep discounts on all MyPillow products across the board, including, yes, the they've got BOGOs for the buy one, get one free on MyPillows. They've got deep discounts on the, the towels, the slippers, the incredible... And I do mean incredible mattress topper and many, many other things. And you could do this all by going to MyPillow.com. But normally these sheets, these percale bed sheets are $90. Yours, just 40 bucks. Check out all of the amazing discounts. Deep and deep and deep. As they buy them deep and stock them cheap. Well, they make them deep and stock them cheap. And now is your chance to get these percale bed sheets for just 40 bucks. Go to mypillow.com slash Benson. Mypillow.com slash Benson. Mypillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Kanye West, now without representation in Hollywood. His agency, CAA, has dropped him, according to multiple reports. This comes after many recent comments in interviews and on social media in which West talked about Jewish control of institutions, including the entertainment business. Also, a finished documentary about West has been shelved. MRC Entertainment says after the rapper's comments implying Jews are evil and conspire to control the world, it cannot support any content that amplifies West's platform. Balenciaga and J.P. Morgan Chase also recently cut ties with West, and there are growing calls for Adidas to dump them. Yeah, well, Adidas has done that. Uh, as of today, they got rid of him. He keeps going on things. Somebody needs to not let him do that. Somebody needs to get a hold of him like, and say, hey, you know what, dude? You can't. This is uh, something you can't do. <laughs> We're not going to let you do this anymore. Uh, he's got obviously a problem. Now, uh, he's said for years, and a lot of people have known, he's manic, he's crazy, he's cuckoo. Uh, he has said that himself on numerous occasions, and he seems to be having an episode. That being said, you can't excuse what he said. And finally, today, Adidas said, all right, we've had enough. We've had enough. And But look how long it took him before they said, oh, maybe we should get rid of the guy. May, I, maybe. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe yes. Maybe no. Uh, and they were eh, for a reason. The reality is, is uh, they've got a lot of stuff brewing with them, and they didn't want to let it go. But finally, Adidas today said, "All right, that is enough." And look, you know what? Yesterday was another one of those situations where even you know people were looking around and uh, they were like, "Man, what is going on? What is Kanye saying?" Again, he was on with Lex Friedman yesterday. He was all over the place, and then you've got the uh, the banners. Uh, in in Southern California and a few other places of, you know, of, of anti-Semitic rhetoric. The banner reads, Kanye is right about the Jews, unfurled by white supremacists, seen given the Nazi salute artist Kanye West, known as Ye, has given a series of bizarre interviews in recent weeks peddling anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. And he topped those rants with this tweet, saying he was going on Death Con 3 on Jewish people. And critics are saying it's catching on. The night after those banners, leaflets blaming Jews for COVID appearing around Los Angeles, including Beverly Hills. Yeah, and then if that... Uh, was reacted to by uh, Gavin Newsom saying it was Trump's fault. <laughs> People have their boogeyman everywhere. I'll tell you what, Kanye's got issues. I think we know that. Do I know if he's anti-Semitic or not? I do not. Based on these rants, he's got a lot of issues. And uh, maybe anti-Semitism's one of them. That being said, uh, uh, you know what, Kanye and Trump were seen together. And because they he wore a MAGA hat, uh, that's why these leaflets were dropped here. It's Trump's fault. 
is a stretch. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I love hearing from every single one of you. Yesterday, if you guys didn't catch it, uh, Ted Cruz was on with the uh, amazing view. The cackles were cackling. And it was very interesting because, well, there was craziness. uh, And that just was the show, not counting the hecklers, which we'll get to. The election was fair and square and legitimate. You know who y'all don't do that to? You don't do it to Hillary Clinton, who stood up and said Trump stole the election. You don't do it who said that the election was stolen. They sat here yes. and said it was That's illegitimate, right. and, and, it and was. you guys were fine with it. Okay, so, so, so it's illegitimate did, did when Republicans she, did, win, the, but not when you, Democrats win. No, well, you know, here's the thing. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. We they, don't do that. Did, did I miss an entire year of Antifa riots where cities across this country were burned? Your position is the left doesn't engage in violence, really? Yeah, you know what? Here's the beauty of, of, you can hate Ted Cruz all you want. You can dislike Republicans. And I remember Bill Maher said this about six months ago. He says, you can say what you want about Republicans, but they'll come into my show knowing that 90% of the audience can't stand them. And they'll come in here into the the, the burning cauldron, if you will. Uh, Democrats don't do that. Perfect example. He went in there yesterday. And by the way, I love the way when he said, you guys didn't believe it. When when when, you know, when they said the Republicans said it was stolen, but it was fine for them. And they're like, yes, because that's the insanity right now of where we live in in the tribal nature of how we are doing things. My side didn't lose. It was stolen. You just accused us of doing something we didn't do. You said. Hillary Clinton didn't say whatever she didn't say. I'm saying to you, listen. And she said we're sitting here and you we were fine come, with her saying it was illegitimate come, yes, for, for Republicans her it was. to win. She called so Donald Trump the next opinion. morning and yeah. she conceded the election, Ted. As did Stacey Abrams. Hillary Clinton says in. Trump is an illegitimate Too president. Hillary Clinton right. says the it's... election is stolen from you. Hillary Clinton in 2002, George W. Bush was oh, selected, not elected. Joe Biden, oh, Al Gore was, was elected president. So Joe Biden... Yeah, all of those things were true. And, you know, it's funny. And I, I, I say this. They're not election deniers. They're results deniers. And there's way too many of them out there that nothing will satisfy them in the world of tribalism anymore. And we're going to touch on this throughout the day. But I will tell you this right now. A, I thought he did OK. Uh, he held his own. And uh, he, you know, the fact is you shouldn't have to hold your own. You should be going there having a discussion and it will get heated at times, which is ridiculous. Can't have a normal conversation more without getting heated. But it also shows you the tribalism. My side, your side. My side, your side. Nobody loses anymore. It was stolen. And part of that is a plan and it's working perfectly, which is a simple plan of being able to say to everybody, Hey, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. We're all going to make a ton of money. Just keep it going. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. So, we played her little bit of her journey last week on Woke Wednesday. She was day 220-something of being a woman. She got to go to the White House. Yeah, that's right. We're going to talk about that. A lot of other stuff to get to. Follow us everywhere. Please do. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. And you can text us 
at 323-538-CHAD, 323-538-2423. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. With all the talk of crime, with all the talk of inflation, with all the talk of prices running wild, you've got poor energy policies. We could talk about a lot of stuff. You're two weeks out from the, the, the midterms. What's the president doing? Hanging out with TikTokers. That's right. Dylan Mulvaney. Let's go back uh, uh, a week. And we did this on Woke Wednesday last week. It's day 222 of being a girl. I'm in Washington, D.C., and I'm going to the White House to speak to the President of the United States. You know that phrase, I fear I may have girl boss too close to the sun? Well, that's how I feel today, because I get to sit down with Joe Biden and now this news, and I get to ask him a few questions surrounding trans issues in the United States and talk to him about my transness, and I I really just want to represent my community the best that I can. Come on! Do you think I just knock on the front door? Let's go. We're about to go. Is there anything in my teeth? <sighs> that's where we are, people. That's that's what I'm telling you. That's 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 where we are. So all of the things that are going on in this country right now, all of the things, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Mulvaney, I'm not quite sure. I think it's a Miss Mulvaney, although she apparently identifies as not just a female, but a child. So there's that. Uh, there's that right there. But uh, going to the White House gets to hang out with the president. That's that's what's going on. Dirty bomb in Russia potentially getting ready to be unleashed on the Ukrainians. Nah, don't worry about that. High cost of everything. Don't worry about that. Crime rising. Don't worry about that. Let's talk to you. I want you to know that your president sees you. But we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere. Simply everywhere. Simply everywhere. By the way, how could we not see you? You don't let us not see you. Or anybody else for that matter. Chad, you don't want to not see people? I don't care if you're trans. I don't care any of that stuff. Live your life. That's totally fine. Got zero problems with that. Zero problems with that. But at the same time, there's a lot of issues out there. And do I think that some of these trans bills probably go too far? Yeah. I haven't read them all. But... Do I think that there are too many people out there that are championing something that, quite frankly, shouldn't be championed and that the rest of the world is finally waking up to us while we're still running head on into a buzzsaw? Absolutely. freaking lootly And here's what I've learned so far. Six, seven, Women are awesome, but can also be cruel. I'm doing my best, and boys, they kind of drool. <sighs> At the White House, hanging out. Dylan. How was that? This is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God love you. God love you. God love you. Did he sniff your hair? That should have been the question that was that was asked. 
Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Well, again, thinking it's wrong, right? There's a lot of things I probably think are wrong that you disagree with and vice versa. That being said, uh, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, totally. Five-year-olds should do that. If I, if, if, I, if I was sitting there, my son was like six years old, and he's watching television, and he loves hockey like he does now. But let's say it was when he was six, he was like into hockey. He's really got into hockey the last couple of years, last year and a half, and only because of video games, because <laughs> that's the new world. It's like, I wasn't going to play a sport, but then I played a video game that I really liked, and I thought I should do that. If I was to give him steroids to help push him further if i was to give him steroids and help grow his muscles help him so he could if i was to do any of those things how would i be a perceived as a father and would i be championed and would that be even legal no people lose their absolute what if he didn't like sports in six six years what if he didn't oh we're telling kids it's okay You go ahead and you do it. We're championing them at super young ages. Can't even push back a little bit. Say, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's time to just let's let's. You know what? Fine. If you if you believe that you're a girl or a boy, why don't you live like that for a little bit before we start saying, hey, take a bunch of stuff. Let's lop this off. Let's push this in, and we'll go from there. Seems a bit hasty. The reality is anyone can wear pink. I want more men in pink, please. I think it's so hot. <laughs> the fact that our president has watched Days of Girlhood, it's kind of epic. It's kind of epic. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. And you can't even push back on it. Talk to several therapists in California who are like, look, you know what? If somebody comes to you and they're a therapist. You know, you're a therapist and they're thinking about these things about, hey, uh, uh, I'm worried about the, this person. Maybe they're not ready quite to make a huge, a huge jump into any of the hormone therapy and stuff like this. That They should give it time. Uh, people could freak out. You could be in trouble for that as a therapist. Maybe it's time that we talk about this for a while. It used to be that way. Go look at the original way that people transitioned back in the day. They were under therapy for years. Now it's just, it's, it's the same. It's like, you know what it is? It's, it's one of those things where we just write a prescription for it. Hey, it'll feel good. I'm upset about something. Here's a prescription. Hey, my back hurts. Here's a prescription. Hey, I'm unhappy with my life and I think I might be that. Here's a prescription. Well, what's happening with Purdue Pharma, the Sackler family, the lawsuits, they're pariahs. They lied. What do you think is going to happen in a few years when several hundred and then several thousand kids come out and go, hey, why did you let me do that? It's going to happen. It's happening now. It's absolutely happening now. You're seeing kids detransitioning. You know, kids, they were transitioned. Now they're young adults and they're like, this didn't make me happy. This didn't. And I'm not saying there are people out there who are legitimately believe that they are stuck in the wrong body. 
but we're playing politics with kids. Like I said, think about this for a second. I give my kids steroids. I'm a horrible person. Take my kid to get a tattoo. I'm a bad person. Tell my kid it's okay to lop off their breast or to, to, to stick it in, if you will. I'm championed. It's the upside down, kids. We live in a wacky world, and this is insanity. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Last night, they battled on stage as we get closer and closer to the election. Ron DeSantis and uh, Charlie Chris, they battled on stage. Who got the best of it? Uh, DeSantis had more to lose. I think Chris maybe landed some blows. At the end of the day, he's out of money and he's out of time. He's not going to win this thing. Uh, uh, One of the things that I found interesting, though, is he wanted him to commit to four years, right? That's what Chris wanted DeSantis to say. You're running for governor. Why don't you look in the eyes of the people of the state of Florida and say to them, if you're reelected, you will serve a full four year term as governor. Yes or no? And he kept ignoring it (laughs) for a reason. He's running for president. There's a reason for that. He's running for president. That's what he is doing. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows. He's running for president of the United States of America, and he is doing it. You can't stop him. We all know that. Gavin Newsom is going to be running for president, too, because I do not think in any way, shape, or form that this is going to be a situation where you're going to see Biden. I think two weeks from tomorrow, the noise will start to to get a little bit louder. And by the 1st of January 2023, it'll be very loud that yeah yeah this guy can't be president anymore we need to move on we do we need to we need to move on how do we do it how do we do it 323-538-2423 at chad Benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program love hearing from all of you interesting though cbs focus group sat down talked to republicans democrats about what they're worried about when it comes to kids woke culture affecting our children. All these elementary schools and middle schools having woke culture pushed on them from the LGBT plus community for sexual identity and, and, and gender. We should be pushing the actual school studies, math, social studies, science. I can also agree with some of his points. Um, I really would say sex education. I feel like um, some things, you know, are brought to the children's attention. They wouldn't even, you can teach them one thing at home, but when they go to school, they're just as much influenced by their teachers and their surroundings. And we should have more input, the parents, of what we would want them to learn. One of them was a Democrat. The other one was a Republican. Both of them saying, yeah, you know what? Some of this stuff is ridiculous. Some of this stuff is insane. Oh, you can't say that stuff, Chad. You know that's wrong. It is showing you, though that there are things out there that both sides of the aisle can agree on, especially when it comes to stuff about our children. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, especially when you're talking about the fact that school test scores sucked. And the unions are like, well, it wasn't because it was just the pandemic, right? It 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 wasn't a stupid pandemic. It was a pandemic. 
It didn't like, oh, yeah, it really doesn't affect the kids, but it makes them struggle in math and reading. No, it was the way it was handled and them not being in class. And you know it. And you pushed for it. You pushed for it. You did. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Enough seriousness. Let's get serious. Straight ahead. It is number five in the countdown of horror. Are you ready for it? Number five, countdown of horror. Oh, I'm excited about this. Sit back, relax, enjoy, kids. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. You just can't let them go. Go. I stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. Beware the moonlights. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I am Dracula. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? We do it every single year. We count it down. The number one scariest movies. We start at number 10. We gave you uh, the monsters from... The Amazing Incredible Universal Days. Trick or Treat, a, an amazing, incredible movie uh, that is currently in theaters after a lawsuit after lawsuit, followed by several other amazing movies that included the likes of, at number eight, Nightmare on Elm Street, number seven, Texas Chainsaw, yesterday, yesterday, House of a Thousand Corpses. And this one, well, this one is a movie that is amazing. It has to do with a day and a date. And it's scary. That's right. Sean Cunningham wrote this movie, directed it, along with Victor Miller. Came out in 1980 and spawned a bunch of other just retreads. And uh, quite frankly, not all of them were great. I'm not going to lie to you. But the hockey mask alone, which he doesn't get to the third movie, is still something we all go. We know exactly who that is. Of course, we're talking about Friday the 13th. Huge international success back in the day. The original movie cost an estimated $550,000, made $60 million. It starred Betsy Palmer as Mrs. Voorhees, Adrian King, Harry Crosby, Jenny Taylor, Lord Bartram, some kid named Kevin Bacon. Never heard of him. I hope he ended up doing okay. Uh, Nelson, uh, Mark Nelson. The first original, Jason, who was only in it for a second, Ari Lehman. Most people have no idea there's not really Jason in the first, that one. If you've not seen it, Betsy Palmer is the, uh, spoiler alert, the killer in this. And it is a movie where, well, it's just awesome to this day. I will still watch it, and I will love watching it. And how can you not? Did you know that a young boy drowned the year before those two others were killed? The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. His name was Jason. I was working the day it happened. 
preparing meals. Here, I was the cook. Jason should have been watched every minute. He was, he wasn't a very good swimmer. We can go now, dear. Jason's son, and today is his birthday. Where's Miss? Oh, I couldn't let them open this place again. Could I? Not after what happened. Oh, my sweet, innocent Jason. My only child. <laughs> so good, so good. She played deranged and crazy so well. Uh, just a massive, incredible movie and a franchise that has had and seen its better days at times and at other times has done really well. They've made a couple other reboots of this. Now, the question has always been, like a lot of these movies, is there going to be another one? The answer is eh, maybe. And the reason is simple. The gentleman who wrote that Victor Miller, he owns the rights. For the U.S. Sean owns a lot of the other stuff, including foreign distribution, uh, the adult hockey-wearing mask, Jason, but can't legally use him in the movie. And so they don't know what to do, and there's a battle going on there, and this is the world of Hollywood we live in. Here's the scary thing, if you can say scary thing in something like this, and again, it is our number five movie, Friday the 13th, is who would write it? One person who said they would love to write this movie and actually has a script, he says, in in his mind and ready to roll is Stephen King. That's right. How awesome would that be? Don't have to like his politics, but he's already said on numerous occasions, including just a few months ago, he's got the best unused ideas and he believes it could save the franchise. I would love to see that. We shall see. Either way, the original is amazing. Number two is amazing. And number three, yes, I didn't mind that one. The rest of them kind of get a little wacky. Then they have some better ones later on down the line. But there is no doubt that the best of the bunch is Friday the 13th, the original. And that is your number five movie on your horror movie countdown. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Phenomenal, amazing, good time day that we had today. Lots of stuff to talk about. We're getting closer and closer. Two weeks from today will be Election Day. Another horror for many of us because afterwards I have a feeling lawsuits are going to be everywhere. But buckle yourself in. You get all the information you need across all of our social media, including our Facebook, The Chad Benson Show. Have a great rest of your day. It is Tuesday. Therefore, go get tacos. Night-night, Jack. This is The Chad Benson Show.